Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Welcome to the EM360 podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people who are impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Matt Harris, editor here at EM360, and your host on today's episode. Make sure you stay up to date with all of our latest episodes by subscribing to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you go for your podcast needs. Now, today's episode is a little bit different, as I met Databricks Field CTO Robin Sutara at Big Data London 2022, and we had a conversation about building and maintaining a data culture. Enjoy. Robin, it is so lovely to chat to you today. Can I first of all ask you, what is a data culture and why is it so important? Yeah, Matt, thank you so much for the opportunity to to meet with you and chat. Uh, A a data culture is essentially a foundational piece of your data strategy. Uh, And so lots of organizations think that it's just a technical decision, that it's just a technology platform, which absolutely is critical when you think about uh, ensuring the business and the organization has access to the data. But when you think about the culture, how do you also take into account the people, the process, and the technology, and how all of those things are working? working together to help your organization truly drive that value out of the data assets that you have across the organization. And so uh, the fabulous thing I think about data is just the fact that you can do such transformation when you really get both of those pieces right, when you have the technology right, and you also drive sort of the people and process that go along with it. And how can organizations go about beginning the process of building a data culture? And what are some common pitfalls to avoid? Yeah, so I I think to get started, the the very first thing you need to do is make sure that your uh, data strategy is aligned with your business strategy. I think too many organizations fail when they just focus on uh, the data, the data assets, trying to collect all of them into a single source of truth. I think the critical part is ensuring that your data strategy is aligned with your business strategy. And so what that really means is foundationally ensuring that, that what you're trying to drive across the organization when you think about being data-driven, when you think about leveraging your data, is focus on the business value outcomes that you're looking to achieve. So does that mean a better experience for your customers? Can you think about operational efficiencies that you could drive across your supply chain? Uh, Lots of organizations are thinking about new products and services or new business models or even actually monetizing data assets and creating data as a product in and of itself. So if you think about all of those components, ensure that the data strategy is going to empower the business and the organization to get that value out of the data. So once you have that foundation, now you start to think about, okay, what is the people, process, and technology that we need to implement to drive that value? Uh, So ensure that the technology platform is built on something like the lake house, right? How do you really democratize access to the data across the organization? How do you make sure you're bridging the gap and not creating these silos of data that the organization can't use? And once you have the platform that does sort of break down those boundaries and create the single source of truth, now how do you really think about empowering people to leverage the data to make those decisions? How do you make sure that the processes are set in place for them to actually uh, take that data, drive their business decisions, and allow them the capability to sort of learn? It's always interesting to me that organizations think that, uh, you know, that the one... uh, 
sort of decision will be made based on the data and they don't allow space for the people to iterate and learn from the data, learn from the new data that's being created, which is why the technology platform has to be in place to support that constant iteration, the new forms of data that are coming in and how do you really make sure that it's accessible to the organization. Would you say that's the most commonly made mistake by companies that are just just kind of like dipping their toe into the data culture water? Yeah, I think foundationally it is that modern data architecture. How do you think about breaking down those silos? You see organizations sort of take one of two paths. Either they completely want to build out the data platform and then they'll worry about the business side of it. Or they sort of say we're only going to, you know, sort of take it uh, one step at a time and only sort of think about uh, the process or a single piece of the technology and not really think about how do you create a future-proof ecosystem that's going to support uh, against all of those and, and be willing to learn and, and sort of iterate and be agile. And I know people hate the word agile, but be agile and sort of that approach to your data culture to overcome some of those barriers. So is it kind of fair to say, you know, start small and then build on that and develop it kind of thing? Absolutely. I think there's lots of things to be learned as you as you iterate. So make sure you have the foundation set up, which, which again, I think we would say the lake house is a great foundation when you think about how do you create and how can you really build an ecosystem that allows you to bring those new data assets into the system as you iterate and build on and create more use cases and more value to the business. Uh, and then really, how do you think about uh, data skills is clearly an, an organizational issue that lots of companies are facing today. And so how do you make sure that the platform supports everyone in your organization being data-driven, being data-led in the decisions they're making every day? Lovely. Thank you for that. Um, Robin, let's talk about data culture maturity. How do data cultures develop over time and improve? Yeah, I think early on in the maturity curve, we would say that lots of organizations really focus on backward looking. How do you think about uh, just reporting out on your business? How do you think about the business intelligence dashboards, reports that really give a view of what's happened to the organization? When we think about the maturity curve, we think about how do you become forward looking? How do you become proactive and preventative and really start to leverage the power of your data around the AI and machine learning and all of the things where we think about process automation, when you think about, uh, you know, manu- uh, for example, on a manufacturing floor, how can you be preventative before something breaks down? How do you make sure that uh, you have the data and that, that you're actually driving the business in that direction to because become more proactive in sort of that capacity? And so that's uh, that's really how we see the evolution of becoming less backward looking or, or le- building upon that backward looking and how do you become more forward looking and, and truly deliver value to the business. Great. And um, Robin, you're hosting a talk today at Big Data London about when data culture is not mature, can tech save the day? Now, obviously, I don't want to uh, don't want you to give us any spoilers, but could you give us a taste of what you'll be discussing at the event in Olympia today? Yeah, definitely don't want to give the whole talk track away here, but uh, it, it will be interesting to really have a conversation across the panel. And how do you really think about where tech can fill the gaps uh, for a data culture, but really how do you balance it as well? I don't know that one is a replacement for the other. You have to have both components, uh, but it's going to be an evolution and it's a maturity uh, curve that happens as you're on that journey and that's okay. And so how do you think about where you are, where your organization is on that maturity journey and, and how do you now take it to the next level and how can tech really help you empower that? 
I love you. Thank you for that. And uh, one last question. Um, I noticed the talk is sponsored by Women in Data. Uh, may I ask you why this movement is so important and how you feel the field of data science and analytics is for women right now? Yeah, I think uh, there's definite improvement of the of the diversity that we see across the data space, but there's still so much more that we can do. And if you think about any uh, tech field, any tech industry, there is no better place for us to be diverse than in data. Uh, when we think about things like ethical AI, when you think about biases in data sets, the only way that organizations are going to be able to think about those things and address those things is if we get more... Uh, representation and gender representation into the ecosystem to start working on and solving those problems. And so, absolutely, I just, uh, uh, for any women out there that are thinking about a career in data, or even if you haven't thought about a career in data, I would just absolutely uh, tell you to think about what are the amazing attributes and skills and, and uh, capabilities that you have in your career today, and I can guarantee you they could translate into data in some capacity. And so, really looking forward to continuing our work uh, at Databricks with women in data and building up that ecosystem and really getting representation. That's great. So you feel quite like optimistic about the future next 10 years. Do you feel that there's going to be a bigger shift towards this? I think we have to, right? If you think about really what uh, the reliance that organizations are going to have on data to unlock the next uh, capabilities to solve things like sustainability issues, to solve things, the social issues that, that the world is facing today, uh, you absolutely have to have diversity in your data teams. And what better time than now to really think about opening up the door for, for more of that uh, diversification to come into your teams. That's lovely. Uh, Robin, if people want to learn more about uh, data culture, women in data, um, where can they find out more information? Yeah, a great place to start would be databricks.com. Uh, we have lots of information up there. Womenindata.co.uk also has some fabulous information about how do, you, how do you think about those things across your organization, what you can do to contribute, and, and really how to bring the diversity into the ecosystem and be an ally. Robin, thanks so much, and uh, good luck for your talk. <laughs> Thank you to everyone listening. We hope you took a lot away from that podcast, but for further information on what we chatted about, please head on over to databricks.com. We'll be back next week with another episode in our podcast series, but until then, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all major platforms, follow the conversation on our socials at em360tech on Twitter and LinkedIn, and for more great daily content, please head on over to em360tech.com.